It's like give, giving power back to the individual. Yeah, bringing power back to the people and not the policymakers. And I feel like policymakers need to hear these conversations instead of basing their decisions on facts that are quite outdated. Yeah, exactly. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to You Creates podcast, Many Different Birds, broadcasting on CJSW Radio, where we will hear authentic stories from special guests from all backgrounds and bridge the gap between non-Indigenous and Indigenous communities with a special focus on the Canadian healthcare system. We're your hosts, Arushi and Harveen. And I'm the producer and director of this podcast, Nidhi. Before we begin, I want to acknowledge the traditional territories of the people of the Treaty 7 region in Southern Alberta, which includes the Blackfoot Confederacy, comprising the Siksika, Bikani, and the Gainai First Nations as well as the Sutina First Nation and the Stony Nakoda, including the Chiniki, Bear Spa, and Good Stony First Nations. The city of Calgary is also home to Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3. Just a little bit about ourselves. Um, Arushi, I'm going to put you on the spot, but do you want to go first? Yeah, so I am a UFC student in my third year of CMMB, and I am the creative director of this club you create. In my free time, I love listening to music and dancing, but also I love singing. I have gotten the opportunity to sing multiple performances and I love to continue doing that. And also I love eating out and having the opportunity to try new restaurants. But Harveen, tell us about yourself. So I recently just graduated from UFC. So back in June of 2022, and I did a Kines major with a minor in psychology, two topics which I really love. And just like Yurushi, I'm a big foodie and I love how Calgary is getting like new restaurants every couple weeks or so. So my list is always increasing, but I haven't had the chance to check out like new restaurants and that's something I want to do this summer. But yeah, I really enjoy taking long walks during the summer and exploring the city. I love connecting with people and I'm super passionate about mental health. So if any of the listeners want to talk, you know where to find me, the CGSW headquarters. You know, talking about food, I have a literally like notes page of just a list of restaurants. I have this app called Pin Talk. Oh, what is that? It's like it takes you can categorize your TikToks. Like, you know how you just continue saving the TikToks and you go back and you're like, where is it? Anyways, getting back, we both joined You Create, which is both a registered nonprofit organization and club chapter at the University of Calgary. Ukraine aims to incorporate art and music to bring youth together to make change in their communities. And I'd like to introduce you all to the director and founder of Ukraine. Nidhi, do you want to go? Yeah, thanks so much for that introduction, Harveen. Art and music has always been a really integral part of my life. I grew up learning classical dance and music. And through Ukraine, we were able to introduce different art forms while contributing positively to the campus community. And we started Ukraine as a small-scale project three years ago, and I'm so proud of everything we have achieved so far as a team. I will be popping in from time to time to host a few episodes, but I will be mainly running the show behind the scenes. I'm looking forward to seeing this project in action. And I'm going to pass it back to Arushi and Harpeen. So our organization is working with and supporting Indigenous communities this year. We are super excited to host this podcast as it is our first time. So Harveen, what is this podcast all about? 
So through this podcast, we want to bridge the gap between non-Indigenous and Indigenous communities with a particular focus on the Canadian healthcare system. We want to understand the healthcare challenges that many Indigenous communities face through storytelling and open-ended discussions. We're going to feature different guests of various backgrounds, such as students, professors, healthcare workers, and Indigenous peoples to speak about their experiences with the healthcare system. So we're able to firsthand hear authentic stories and unravel our own biases and practices. So going back to just like how you create kind of started and its foundations of it, why did you guys join you create and kind of have this um, inspiration for this project in particular? Yeah, so you create, um, you know what, this is actually my first club. Like in university? Yeah, I think so. Nice. And this is like my first like long-term club too. I've been with You Create since 2020, I believe. And that's when um, COVID was happening. That's why I believe I came through this um, club as I was scrolling through Instagram, you know, as a usual undergrad student. But um, I wanted to challenge myself, learn new skills. And I thought this club wouldn't give me this opportunity to do that. And this is where this podcast opportunity came into my hands and Nidhi was just like, you know what, do you want to be the host for this podcast? And we were just brainstorming about like starting a new podcast. And this is when the topic of Indigenous communities came through, right, Nidhi? Yeah, that's correct. We were just brainstorming on how we could better help the community in a post-pandemic setting. Mm. And we saw that there was a lot of a lot of news about indigenous communities and residential schools and that's how we became super interested in this topic yeah exactly and i feel like educating non-indigenous people and i believe many non-indigenous people are unaware of these challenges and being able to have that open convo is a great start for us Mm -hmm. i agree a lot of the topics that we'll be tackling in this podcast are things that we've heard from community members, our friends, family friends. Mm -hmm. And these are issues that haven't been addressed outside to the general community. So we thought it was a good way to bridge that gap. Yeah, and I feel like acknowledging indigenous indigenous history and culture, there's like a long history and rich history we could like touch on. But Harveen, why did you join Ucreate and how did you get like how did I hear about yeah. it? Yeah. Um, so I remember I met Nidhi at this like random club event. Um, at, it was like it wasn't like a club club. It was like a program program more so. And it was like in 2022. And I was just like kind of there to like, you know, when you do like poster presentation, not post presentation, but to be there for the poster. I was there and Nidhi was actually right beside me. And so we just started talking and then she was telling me, hey, like there's this club, you create blah, 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 like you should join. And then the topic of the like the podcast came up and I was like, that's so cool that you're bringing this up to me because I was like, I want to do a podcast. I feel like it's like because I actually really like listening to this one particular podcast and kind of got inspired from it. And then she was telling me how it was more tailored towards a healthcare, which is up my alley. B, she was telling me how she wants to talk about healthcare but through an indigenous type of experience and like their perspective and stuff and it was the perfect timing for me because I recently just took my last course um at the university was a indigenous focused sustainability type course and 
in that course, I learned more. And it was a block week course. So in five days, imagine five days, eight hours a day, I learned more about the history of Canada and everything than I did in my entire all through elementary, junior high, high school. So when we, they kind of made us look at it through a different perspective and they had a lot of speakers come in, which was super nice because it was more of a talky collaborative class. So I think everything just aligned. And then, yeah, and then Nidhi told me, do you want to, there's a girl named Arushi. And I was like, who is she? <laughs> who, and is then, she? Yeah, who is she? And then I met you guys and, and now we're here. And we are here. And you know, talking about block week, yeah. I literally enrolled in that course. Good. Good. <laughs> I'm proud of you. If anyone you. wants to know what course that is, that is OBHR 517. So 517. Actually, I might consider taking that course too. Yeah. Sure. You know what, Nidhi? Let's yeah. do it together. Block week. Let's it's a it. good course. I think it gets offered in the winters, but I could be wrong. And actually, fun fact, it's an MBA level course that they've kind of put down or like kind of condense the information down to make it undergraduate level so it's kind of interesting that you get like a master's level type course in undergrad and it's block week and things it's just it's a good course a i good think course. the one i'm enrolled in is like indigenous 303 so i think that's mm. different from you might be different yeah be different. but it's worthwhile to take like a course like this in university because the in university courses are looked at and the topics and stuff you learned is looked at more critically mm, i definitely agree i think my experiences with these type of courses is doing study abroad. So I did two sustainable development study abroad courses. They were both virtual and they were both super engaging. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I started, you know, becoming more inter interested in the sustainability situation in Alberta. Mm -hmm. And that's during my course, I met an individual who actually worked with the government on indigenous issues so she was telling me a lot about how during like in in our healthcare system there are still a lot of barriers and challenges for indigenous communities that are not being addressed present day and that's how the podcast really came together from that conversation with this one individual yeah. everything aligned mm -hmm. and this is what makes our podcast super unique right because a, we've never seen or heard anyone or anyone doing this or yeah. podcast. And also, it's so important to hear presenters themselves. And lastly, it allows us to step outside the classroom setting, as Harveen, you were talking about. Because we're so comfortable with considering that we've been students for so long. It gives us listeners a chance to hear representative and two-dimensional information that is very relevant to this current situation here in Alberta. I like how you pointed out like the classroom setting point because talking to people one on one. So, for example, you guys will see in our podcast, like we have a lot of presenters that are going to come in, people with different backgrounds and different kind of expertise in like the area and just hearing what they have to say, their viewpoints, how different just something for example like health can be so different and how we can approach health how we heal with health and all that stuff it's very different from person to person ethnicity ethnicity so it's kind of nice to see that because everything that i've learned to do is through reading writing and testing and so this is like a different opportunity way of kind of first of all reading but not writing but more so learning and speaking and directly engaging with the community right yeah because most of the texts and books we read are from maybe 10 years ago five years ago mm -hmm. but what if we can learn like 
what are the issues right now? Yeah, we got firsthand experience, basically. And there's a lot of stuff that people point out that, like, let's say news outlets don't do um, the stuff that you actually sometimes learn in textbook. Because what do you learn in classroom, sorry, is from textbooks. So those minor, like, life experiences are never highlighted except for talking to someone one-on-one which is something that we're kind of privileged to do yeah like authenticity comes through i feel like a lot of these stories aren't published anywhere no Mm -hmm. because i don't know if there's any safe space where people can talk about these issues without feeling like they're being attacked or being criticized or judged Yeah. yeah exactly i feel like stigma because if you know that someone's gonna say something or view you differently you rather not say it you know what talking about stigma and like culture barrier and you know how you're talking about harvey and about like healing and stuff mm-hmm. i feel like everyone like every culture has a different way of approaching how to heal so as in like healthcare settings i feel like when my mom goes in she's like no i think i have a better way to heal the situation but a doctor's perspective may be different you know so I think that's similar to indigenous communities. They have different ways of healing. Mm-hmm. Healthcare settings having this, I guess you can say, knowledge or... I think I it's know. like, it's kind of about being informed. Informed, that's the right like, word. Like, yeah. it's kind of like, there's not one... If we say to, sir, like the future generation or whatever, like we always tell them that, you know, there's not one way of looking at a situation. You have to look at it two different ways when you're in a and then conflict when you're doing anything you have to look at it in a different way and that's a form of empathy mm-hmm. right because empathy does mean you kind of take the footsteps of someone else start trying to be in their feet you know their shoes so i think like different ha- from sympathy yeah so i feel like having these conversations like me personally being able to just contact people is a little bit different and out of the scope of what a student is accustomed to do so it's just a really nice project and i'm like super excited to see kind of where this goes because you don't know where it goes so i'm excited to see who we can bring on what they have to say what knowledge they can share with us and how we can basically use the knowledge to actually make change or kind of inform other people about it and i just wanted to go back to the point of rishi about how you mentioned that you know we have to look at things from you know, two different perspectives and how maybe your mom views healthcare and healing can be different from how the hospital views it and your doctor views it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's definitely something that's lacking right now in our healthcare setting because they're only approaching medicine and healing in this one direction. Yeah. And that's where that's why I feel like indigenous communities or peoples have a hard time in hospitals and they feel like culture barrier there there is culture barrier and maybe they're not feeling that they can be treated in the way that they want to be treated and it's not just for indigenous peoples i feel like it's for all cultures yeah exactly that's why i wanted to like bridge the gap kind of of like each culture it's not just indigenous culture i feel like there's so many barriers from different culture that we could have informed so it's important to acknowledge the history of the land that we're living on right now yeah, because land is important. Without the land, would we even be here? Mm-hmm. You know? And land is very connected to culture. Mm-hmm.
But sometimes it's nice to take logic out of a situation and just see it for what it is and why it may be. So it's kind of nice to have conversations that aren't so structured. Something that I was so used to growing up because it's just this way or that way. Or it's this is the right way, this is the wrong way. You can't do this, you know? Mm. This is where like black and white comes in. Black and white. And so I feel like having that gray area of zone to talk about. Breaking those Yeah, the barriers and being able to be free. Yeah. Freedom of speech. Take a philosophy course, everyone. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> the keynote from this discussion. Is take a philosophy course and take OBHR 570. <laughs> and and indigenous- a sustainability course as well. Yeah, do a sustainability course. Or study abroad and you also had, which one was your course? Indigenous 303. I believe that's what's the number. I'm not sure. But it's a block week course too. Nice. Talking about... Um, you know how you said birds connected and everything? And that comes through, like, cycle of life, you know? Yeah. And, like, circle, unity, all that togetherness. Yeah, and I like that because, you know what's... Yeah, you know what's really cool? The Earth, like, planets are circles. Life is a circle. You won't see a life cycle in a triangle ever. Mm-hmm. Full ever. chain. Yeah, everything... A chain is a circle. When you think of a chain, what do you think of? Sometimes you think of a straight line, but if I give you more context about how it has to be, let's say, it has to lead to one thing to another and there's no never ending. What do you put that shape in? A circle. So, and I've noticed when I was taking my course, Indigenous people um, view life and the way it's supposed to be in a circle. When you're talking to people and sharing stories or having discussion, making a decision, what shape do you sit in? Exactly. And I like how that circle is not it, you notice how that one shape of a circle has 10 different meanings and but i think it's that's so the, simple i know and that's the beauty of it that one little shape or one little object one word has so many meanings to it and you can look at it different ways mm-hmm. yeah and even in ceremonies that's why we sit in a circle to coming back to ceremonies we recently had a naming ceremony for this podcast where we sat in a circle and we really felt that connectedness with each other with the land with the elders there and with the purpose of doing this podcast Mm -hmm. and the elder who performed the naming ceremony elder clarence wolflike he gave us the name of many different birds that's the name of this podcast and it represents how different birds have different purposes that each act like their own messenger to deliver a message to different locations mm-hmm. like this podcast we bring together different speakers to share their experiences and deliver those different messages to our wider campus community mm-hmm. and whoever else is listening to this podcast and just being in that room with the elders and everyone else it was such a beautiful experience to be a part of a ceremony it just magnifies the purpose of doing this podcast thousand times <laughs> and Harveen and Arushi both were at the ceremony how did you guys feel about it yeah Nidhi you know how you said it was a beautiful experience right and I like agree right before the ceremony I was literally so chaotic I had a midterm I was running around here and there and just sitting there listening to elder Clarence just be all soothing and him just going through each step in depth slowly giving insight to what he's doing really like was a great privilege 
you know? And Harveen, how, how was that for you? I would echo the same thing. Um, I think it was, my, it was my first ceremony, so that was nice that you guys are all there as well. And it was for our podcast, too. Um, I really liked um, the meaning of the name behind the podcast and how Elder Clarence did, like, like you said, like a step-by-step kind of explaining it and giving, like, examples, which is super nice and just explaining where he came up with that thought process and why and kind of I could see like when he was explaining the why how it kind of connects to us and making that relation together and I liked how he was super reflective and that was really refreshing because not a lot of people are reflective when they're talking so it's just nice to kind of take the our conversations that we're so used to having that are so quick and just like small talks small talks but it was like a nice conversation where it was reflective he was explaining why he's saying the things he's saying what he saw making connections which is super nice and just being able to sit there and listen and like you said it was super calming it was super soothing and i i think coming out of it it was very um relaxing in a way and it was just like you know when your mind kind of like calms down you're able to kind of just go on go on about your day but in a more level-headed type of way it was it was nice i really enjoyed the ceremony it's like your heartbeat just went like it was like like, boom 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 and And then it went boom 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 boom. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that analogy (laughs) yeah it's just very i would love to experience that again so bringing it back to healthcare, which our podcast is highly focused on nidhi i know you volunteered at the hospital would you like to share any experience you had Mm-hmm. Thanks, Arushi, for bringing it back to that topic. I have worked with senior care homes. I've worked in the hospital. So I've been interested in healthcare issues for a really long time now. It's been about six years when I first started working uh, in a healthcare setting. And there's definitely things and experiences that I've had where I believed that it could have been fixed at a much larger level. For instance, there's I've found that a lot of patients have trouble communicating with nurses and doctors because there is a language barrier. And sometimes as volunteers, it's your role to facilitate that conversation between between patients' needs and nurses. And I believe that at an institutional level, like there can be some changes that there can be some changes that should be made in order to address issues like this. Um, that's only one example. There's definitely more experiences that I've had at the hospital. And that's why I believe that this podcast is important where we can talk about any barriers in our healthcare system right now. Yeah, because there's a long way to go. There is a long way to go. And I feel like no other platform address- addresses these issues as openly mm-hmm. as we in- intend to do. And this is our purpose. That's why we want to bring in speakers and get to hear authentic, first-hand stories. Yeah. The biggest thing is is that it, the stories are coming from the person itself. Yeah. And not like textbooks, as we talked about, classroom yeah. settings, it's like history. Give, giving power back to the individual. Yeah. Bringing power back to the people and not the policymakers. Exactly. And I feel like policymakers need to hear these conversations instead of basing their decisions on facts that are quite outdated yeah exactly and that's a wrap of our very first episode on this podcast before we end this episode we would love to thank a few people 
We are super excited to start this initiative, and with that being said, we want to thank CJSW, the Indigenous Global and Local Health Office, Grandmother's Lounge, and the Ucreate team for helping us kickstart this podcast. We couldn't have done this without your support and knowledge. We would also like to give a big thanks to the Office of Sustainability for providing us with a grant for our podcast. Join us on CJSW, Spotify, and Apple Music for bi-weekly episodes on all topics healthcare with special guests and your two favorite hosts, Arushi and Harveen. Keep a lookout for the next episodes and until then, stay warm. See you soon. Mm-hmm.